The NHL regular season is here for the Calgary Flames. One more day to go for it. They hit the ice for their season and home opener against the Winnipeg Jets. But as Sportsnet Today rolls on, we continue with our NHL preview show. Already in the books in hour one, a look at the Pacific and Central Divisions. Our predictions one through eight for both divisions, so you'll know what eight teams are making the playoffs, according to Cam, Taylor, and myself. Also share with our pal Big Nazar to check in on the Vancouver Canucks ahead of their season opener tomorrow against the Edmonton Oilers. Connor Garland apparently wants out of Vancouver. Does Elias Pedersen feel the same? Always lots of drama around Vancouver, and for everyone here in Calgary, we're okay with that. Uh, looking forward to continuing those chats with Bick during the season. You can find Hour One wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We're live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studios. I'm Logan Gordon, Cam Hughes, Taylor Dingman, my outstanding producers. We continue our NHL season preview. Heading east. We did the west already with the Pacific and the Central. Now we turn our attention to the Atlantic Division and the Metro Division. Feel free to send in your predictions at 960-960. Agree or disagree with any of ours. Uh, Taylor, you're the most outstanding of the two producers. You choose where we will start, Atlantic or Metro. I have more faith in the Metro Division than I do the Atlantic, (laughs) so we'll start there. We'll start with the Metro Uh, The Hurricanes, Devils, New York Rangers and Islanders, the Penguins, the Caps, the Flyers, and the Blue Jackets reside in the Metro Division. Last year, the Carolina Hurricanes, your Metro Division champions with 113 points, just one ahead of the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Taylor, you will kick it off in the Metro Division. We're going eight all the way up to one. Let's kick it off with number eight. I have a bit of a spicy one. Oh, I like spicy. And I'm saying that the, it's the New York Islanders. Wow. That is spicy. The poor New York Islanders who lost Ross Johnston on waivers to the the Anaheim Ducks. The guy's got three years left on his contract. Taylor clearly thinks the New York Islanders are going to be in shambles without Ross I, Johnston. I just don't. Their entire team is old. <laughs> like... There's nothing going for them. The only thing there is Sorokin, and I don't think he can carry this team on his back. Uh, That is a spicy start to the Metro Division. Cam, are you going that spicy, or where are you going with number eight? I can't say I'm going that spicy. (laughs) Um, I've got the Flyers coming in at number eight. I like Taylor's... The the Flyers are going to stink. Like Taylor's opinion on the Islanders, just the Flyers don't have anything. Yeah, look, I'm with Cam. I also have the Flyers coming in at number eight. Uh, I have a very good friend who cheers for the Flyers um, and bless his sweetheart for following this team. But they are just, I think they nailed it with the Mitchkoff pick, and that's great in five years from now uh, if he makes his way over to the NHL. But this roster with John Tortorella, I, I think Carter Hart's still a good goaltender, but... The decor that's got Mark Stahl in the top four and Sean Walker playing significant minutes just doesn't just doesn't do it for me. They've got lots of 
like bottom nine guys that I like Garnet Hathaway's there, Scott Lawton's. I like Travis Konechny, but boy, it just that doesn't feel like a good team to me. I'm with uh, Cam. I've got the Flyers coming in at number eight. Uh, so Taylor goes Islanders at number eight in the Metro. Uh, where do you go for number seven, Tay? Columbus. Columbus. Poor Columbus. I think they're going to take a step from last season because they have a lot of their rookies who have a full season now under their belt and they kind of understand and know the NHL and how it works. Um, and I think that Merzlikens is just going to bounce back. I don't mind that. That's where I have Columbus as well. Um, I think they're better than the four, 59 points they put up last year, which put them in the bottom of the uh, division with uh, by a long shot. I think they're better than that. I like Fantilli a lot. I'm with you on uh, some of their young up-and-coming rookies, so I, I like that pick. Cam, who do you have at seven? I've got the Capitals at seven. Ooh, that's um, a bit of a spicy one. I have um, I have Columbus jumping up a little bit. I, I have some faith in that team, so someone has to come down to seven, and for me, it's the Capitals. Uh, six, Taylor, in the Metro Division will be? The Caps. The Capitals. Cam, number six will be? The Columbus Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets. What what do you like about Columbus there, pal? I Honestly, I really like, as face value as it is, I really like their top line of Sillinger, Line, Goudreau, and I think Van Tilly is going to add a lot more than like a standard rookie is going to do. I think he's going to play. People have him slotted in as the third line center. I think he's going to do uh, a lot of good stuff there. And you still got Boone Jenner. Goaltending is a little meh. The defensive core is still pretty locked in. I just, I have them taking a bigger step forward than I think some other people will. Mm, I don't. I'm going to say Washington here as well. Yeah, I'm going to say Washington. I just, I want good things to happen, but I just, I don't trust. And look, I, I appreciate them trying to remain competitive for Ovi's goal chase uh, as he tries to track down Wayne Gretzky's all-time record. But, I mean, Nick Backstrom's turning 35. He's dealt with injuries. Kuznetsov hasn't really been the same guy in the last couple of years. T.J. Oshie is, is 36 years old now. Darcy Kemper had a miserable first season there. I guess I could see him turning it around. I don't love their decor very much in Washington. I think that they'll still be a, a good team, and I'm excited to see what Matthew Phillips does after making the team in Washington, but overall, I don't know that I see them as a playoff team, so... We're into the top five now. Uh, Taylor at five. Who are you going with in the Metro? I'm also going to go a little spicy on this one, and I'm mm -hmm. saying Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. okay. I don't hate that. Uh, Cam, who do you have at five? Five have got the Islanders. I think I put a little bit more credit into Bo, ha Bo Horvat and Matt Barzal than Taylor does. And yeah, I, I don't like being seen agreeing with Cam in any way, shape, or form, but I also put the Islanders at five. I can't disagree with what Taylor said, but I just, I think Sorokin's good enough to keep them out of the bottom. I think so too. If anything, it's going to be boring hockey, but I, I think it's just enough to keep them out of the basement and better than a couple of teams. So top four 
Taylor, your list has gotten really interesting. Who do you have going at four in the Metro? I have Philadelphia. What? Now hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys later. Danny Briere has gotten rid of a lot of the bad contracts and underperforming players. With that, you also have Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson coming back to the lineup. That defense has, it, it does have stall in one of the top yep. four, yep. which is a little questionable. A little. But, but he did get to the playoffs with Panthers. I also, the biggest questions that I have is, is Travis Konechny going to be that number one guy? Is Joel Farabee going to bounce back? And can Carter Hart essentially stand on his head this entire season like he did in 2019, 2020? Which I think he can. I have a lot of faith in Carter Hart. Probably more than I should, but... That is a bold one. I And look, I don't, I don't disagree with you on Sean Couturier. My only thing is, he hasn't played any hockey in like two years. But they severely missed both Cam Atkinson and Sean Couturier last season. Oh, for and sure. I just don't know if they're the same guys best. coming back. He is still one of their best players, that two-way forward. I, I, I just I have the faith. If he can retain some of the form that saw him a, a while ago, I could see yours making more sense. How's that? Thank you. <laughs> it's it's not, not the worst. Like I mean, Cam's... I had worse takes than that every day. So. This is true. I'm just kidding. Uh, four, <laughs> who do you got? Four, I've got the Pens. I think any combination of Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and then you had Eric Carlson in, it's basically a lock for the playoffs, but I have them in at four because I think there's a few better teams that are just a little younger, a little sprier. Yeah, I'm still going to go with them at four, at four as well. Uh, if anything, I think they're going to score a lot. Like I think Carlson... And Latang are going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin are still determined to show that they're not just going to finish out their careers quietly. They're going to try to at least get to the playoffs and be a factor there. I'm not sold that they gave Tristan Jari that big contract in the offseason really because they didn't have any other options. I don't know how good they're going to be at keeping the puck out of their own net based on how that defense looks and the fact that their two best defensemen aren't really known for playing defense. But, I mean, Sidney Crosby still going strong at 36. He's still like a, a 90 to 100-point guy. Uh, he had 93 points last season. I think that there's still enough talent there to be a contending team in the division, not necessarily in the terms of a Stanley Cup. I think they'll be funner to watch, but I, I don't know that they're a playoff team either. Uh, speaking of playoff teams, the next three in our predictions are, of course, the top three in the division, which means they are guaranteed playoff spots. We all have the same three teams remaining, Hurricanes, Devils, and Rangers. Uh, Taylor, where do you go at number three? I have the Rangers. Rangers. I, I mean, my top three is essentially last year's top three. I, I don't think there's going to be much change there. Okay. Uh, Cam, where did you go for your top three then? I agree. I've got the uh, I've got the Canes, or sorry, the Rangers. Excuse me, I'm reading my list wrong. I've got the Rangers at three. Um, I don't think the uh, the division will end up the exact same as last year, but I do have the Rangers at three. And then you went Carolina, New Jersey. Correct. That's the same as I did. Okay. So we all have the Rangers at third. We have the Devils 
me and Cam have the Devils finishing first, correct? Yeah. And Taylor, you've got the same divisional finishes last year with Carolina taking uh, the crown. Interesting. You're not as sold on the Devils hype as everyone, or are you? I be, I am on the Devils hype. They're just good teams. They're they're yeah. Carolina, I just think is ever so slightly better. I because of their goaltending, plus a lot of the New Jersey Devils are still very very young, and one of their top players is Luke Hughes on that defense. So I just think Carolina's a little bit better. Uh, okay, so our top three in the Metro, all the same from last year, just in somewhat different order. Well, I'll have the Rangers, Devils, and Hurricanes representing the top three in the Metro. Um, me and Cam have Philly last. Taylor has the New York Islanders uh, bottoming out the Metro division. That would be quite the change. Let's see if it's the same in the Atlantic division, guys, where the Boston Bruins were by far the best team in the NHL, one of the best regular season teams in NHL history. 135 points in 82 games. No David Krejci, no Patrice Bergeron. Brad Marchand now wears the C. David Pasternak's got a nice long contract. But there are the likes, of course, of the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the team that booted them out of the playoffs last year in round one, the Florida Panthers, as well as some young and up-and-coming teams. Cam, you get to kick things off in the Atlantic Division Bruins, Leafs, Lightning, Panthers, Sabres, Sens, Red Wings, and Habs. Who finishes number eight in the Atlantic Division? I'm going to preface this by saying, honestly, I think the Atlantic Division is going to be super competitive. I don't think there's a lot of bad teams in the Atlantic this year. Get it over with. Who is it? It's the Habs. It's the Habs, and it's no it's no disrespect to Caulfield or any of those guys in that team, but it's a really tough division, I think. And... Someone's got to be the bottom. I think it's going to be the Habs. Taylor, do you care to disagree with Cam? I always disagree with Cam. I have the Detroit Red Wings. I always disagree with Cam. Yeah, we all do. Uh, I'm also on the Detroit train with Taylor. I like to brink it, but the Iser plan, as it were, hasn't really... I, I need to see some of these young Red Wings players take a step forward. I'm waiting for... Lucas Raymond or Michael Rasmussen, somebody to, to take that, that next step. The one that take the step that Moritz Sider took and, and became a, a top defensive pairing. Someone needs to do that on the forward group. I just Perron and cop. They're good players, but I don't know. They're certainly not the makings of a playoff team. Billy Huso and James Reimer as your goaltending duo scares uh, the bejesus out of me. I think that is a risky proposition heading into the year. Uh, so I also have Detroit at eight. Cam, who do you have at seven? That's where I've got Detroit. I mm. do have, like, I do like to bring it. I do think a few of these guys might take a step. I am a small believer in the Iser plan, but it's not there yet. Uh, Taylor, seven. I have the Habs. The Habs. I, you have Cole Caulfield. He's healthy. You have Sean Monahan, who's healthy, hopefully. Montembeau is, you know, he's raring to go. And plus, 90% of that team was rookies last season in their first years. And I think they're just going to take a big step, especially with Marty St. Louis as their coach. I also have Montreal at seven. And the only reason for that, to be very frank, is goaltending. Um, I think it's the one thing 
that's really holding the Habs back. I think it's going to be another good development year for a lot of their young players. Uh, I'm excited to see what Slavkovsky can do in, in year two. But until the next guy is there in Montreal, and I'm not sure he's there yet, then I, I still think they're going to be held back from being a top team in the East. Uh, number six to Cameron Hughes in the Atlantic Division, it is? The Sens. Ottawa maintains the sixth spot, according to Cam. Yeah, I, they, they made a few changes, but I mean, it's still basically the same team. I don't see a reason to move them. Taylor? I have Florida. Florida? What in the world? Spicy. Why? This is way too spicy. I I just, I think they've taken a big step back. I don't think Bob is, he's not a good regular season goalie. Uh, and I just, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. It, it was, it seemed like last year was just kind of a one-off. But it was a Cinderella run in your eyes? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I also have Ottawa at six. Um, Florida, just. I don't think Ottawa is much different than last year. Their young guys are going to have to be the ones that take that step. They replaced Debrinket with Tarasenko. That's kind of a mad move, in my opinion. A full season of Jacob Chikrin, I think, is going to help. The Florida conversation is an interesting one, and we'll get into it, uh, I think, pretty soon here. Because as we go to number five, uh, I have Florida coming in as the fifth team in the Atlantic. Cam, where do you have uh, at, at five? Excuse me. I've got the Lightning coming in five. I think those few months that they're going to have without Vasilevsky are going to be really tough. And a Steven Stamkos, who doesn't exactly seem really chipper about everything that's going on and his kind of a lack of a, a contract going forward. I don't know. I think it's going to be a rough few months at hey. the start of the season for Tampa. And then it'll steady out. But I think the, the first few months are going to be pretty tough. Taylor? I have Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Florida one for me is interesting. I, I don't love all Reckman Larson being your big acquisition. And I'm with Taylor in the sense that I don't know that at 35, I totally trust Sergei Bobrovsky after a massive playoff run like that. Aaron Ekblad and Brandon Montour starting the year on injured reserve. So they're again, pretty thin on D to start things out. The forward group's strong. Obviously Verhage's been good. Uh, we know what Matthew Kachuk and Barkov did in year one together. Uh, I'm curious to see how they sustain it because they're not going to be overlooked in any way, shape, or form uh, this season after being the runners-up uh, to the Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, into the top four of the Atlantic, Cam, who do you have at number four? I've got the Bruins at four. I think, like... Like Taylor was saying for the Panthers last year, I do think that regular season was a lot of things going right for them. And you lose Krejci, uh, you lose Bergeron. Yep. You, you keep Pasternak, you keep the goaltending going, but I, I just, I don't see it happening again. I do see them barely making it in because you do still have Pasternak and you do still have Bergeron and, or sorry, not Bergeron, Marchand. Thank you. And that goaltending, I think that's enough to get you into the playoffs, but ugh, not not like last season. Okay, four. I have Toronto. Toronto. Outside the top three in their division, why? I just I just don't have a lot of faith in them. Uh, it's there's not there's not really anybody who's exciting on that team. And outside, 
Brett, Cam is just giving me the looks No here. one exciting in I Toronto? I believe I... the words that are coming out of your mouth Austin right now. Austin Matthews isn't exciting to you? Mitch no. Marner is not exciting to you? No. Um, but also, their goaltending is very questionable. I don't, I don't even know who their tandem is this season. How and dare you say that to Ilya Samsonov or Samsonov? And uh, Joseph Wall. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Matt Murray. He's hurt. Give him a break, Taylor. Really, you're just not that big on the Leafs, eh? I'm not. I feel like there's some halves bias coming in there. I'll say this about the Leafs. I don't feel as negatively as you do about them. I think that decor kind of stinks. I like Morgan Riley, um, but he, past that, John Klingberg, yuck. Geo's 40. There's only so much you can ask of him. I can't disagree about the goaltending. I think somebody's going to wind up being the starter there. The forward group is really strong. Like Max Domi, Tyler Bertuzzi signed me up all day for those kind of ads to this team. But I don't know that that decor is a Stanley Cup caliber decor in today's NHL. So um, fair enough. Uh, We're into the top three now of the Atlantic Division. These will be, of course, guaranteed playoff spots. Uh, Cam, who comes in at number three for you? At three, I've got the Panthers. I have much more faith in them than Taylor does, uh, which is all that matters because I can't agree with her on anything. Uh, you, you keep Matthew Kachuk, you, you keep Sergei Bobrovsky. It, it's going to be a playoff spot for for Florida. Maybe not the incredible Stanley Cup playoff run that we saw last year, but they'll be in the playoffs. Taylor at three. I have Buffalo. Buffalo. I have Buffalo at two. I really like Buffalo, guys. Am I crazy? No, because I I, 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 I really like Buffalo. I really like Buffalo. I I think Buffalo. First of all, three. I have Boston. I think that there's going to be a major step back without Bergeron and Krejci, but I still think they're a playoff team. But yeah, at two. I have Buffalo. Cam, who do you have at two? I've got Buffalo, baby. Wow. I'm a believer. Now I'm not a believer. What? Now I can't have to take them off my list. No, Taylor, two. I have Tampa. Goaltending doesn't worry you? No, I think they have the defense and the forward core that can kind of help them through those two months. And I I, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, and the top team in each division, Cam, you have to go with Toronto. Can you say you're surprised? No. It's the Leafs fan. It's the Leafs. It's Austin Matthew, Mitch Marner, and hopefully, assuming you have a steady goaltending year, I think that's good enough to get you number one in the Atlantic. Uh, So, Taylor, that means that your top team in the division will be the... Boston Bruins. Really? I don't think that they're going to take that major of a step back that people think they are. Like, they're not going to get their 700 points... But I, I still, I still think that they're the best in this division. Wow, I respect an honest opinion from Taylor Dingman. I, I just don't think that this team's as good without those top two centers. I still think it's a good team. But um, wow, okay, so me and Cam have Toronto at one. Taylor goes Boston at one. Uh, Sabres at two for Cam and myself. God, I wish Cam didn't pick that. I'd feel much better about Buffalo. <laughs> uh, Taylor has the Lightning coming in at two. 
Uh, we both have Boston at three. Cam, you have the Florida Panthers at three, correct? Yep. All right, so those are the playoff teams. We have uh, our playoff teams obviously the same uh, from the Metro as it was last year. So who are your extra playoff teams? We need two more from either division. Who's making the playoffs uh, out of the top three in the division? Uh, Taylor. I think they're coming out of the Atlantic. So you're going to go both with uh, Buffalo and Toronto? Yeah. Okay. Cam? I have, excuse me, blowing in the mic there. I think the Bruins and the Pens both sneak in, but just. Mm, I will take Florida and Pittsburgh then. So those are our top eight. I like, I like it. it. Uh, cool. Some of your text at 960-960. Um, <laughs> I don't think the Michael Jordan Bulls were that exciting. Signed Taylor. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. This one says, Cam is correct. Montreal is no good. That's right. Thank you, Texter. Uh, Matt and Cochran, Toronto, not top three in the division. Taylor is an elite level hater, and I'm here for it. <laughs> um Uh, by the way, she has a name. I've said it multiple times. <laughs> she or her will not get your text read. It's Taylor, and you can mention Taylor in the text if you want to. Uh, I agree with all of Taylor's comments on Florida. I don't doubt that's a good one. Um, <laughs> goaltending is questionable. Doesn't know who the goaltending are. <laughs> Our friend Shoop sent that in. I think that's how questionable it is. That was that was it's about completely Taylor's. off the radar. Yeah, that was uh, in reference to Taylor not, not even knowing who the goaltending tandem was. But I think you were saying that sarcastically, Taylor. Yeah. Surely. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, like, you can't tell me that Joseph Wall <laughs> and Sorokin are going to be the best and getting Sam's okay. Stuff. Same thing. I can't. Not the same thing. Very. Very different goaltenders. There, there are too many in my brain You're right now. Not a now. believer in the brick wall. Cam, he got pulled last game I saw <laughs> after a yeah. period because he sucked so badly. Yeah, that's true. Playoff, oh. playoff jitters. All right, our uh, Pacific, Central, Atlantic, and Metro Division predictions are now locked in stone. Uh, we'll revisit those at the end of the season, see how well we did. But coming up next to finish it all off. As we approach the first game of the NHL regular season, it's awards time. Not only are we going to hand out NHL awards, but Flames awards. MVP, top scorer, top defenseman, and biggest surprise of the season in a good way. Maybe we'll do it in a bad way, too. We'll see. That's as Sportsnet Today rolls on here on Sportsnet 960, the fan. All right, our NHL preview show continues. From the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studios here in Calgary, Alberta. Logan Gordon alongside my outstanding producers, Cam and Taylor. We've already told you who's going to win all four NHL divisions, who's making the playoffs, and who's not. Now we go from team awards to individual awards. NHL as a whole, and we'll get some Calgary Flames picks in as well of course the flames kick off their regular season wednesday night against the winnipeg jets at the scotia bank saddle dome all right let's get into it let's start with nhl awards we're not gonna go through every nhl award we're not gonna vote on 
top leader and individual. Like we're not going to get into every single one, but we'll keep it basic. Still enough to sink your teeth into. We're going to go MVP. We're going to go top scorer and top defenseman. We'll have a, a little bit of an extra category for the Flames ones, but those are the three that we're going to go off of. Feel free to send your picks in to 960-960. Fan feedback line always open to you here on Sportsnet today. NHL as a whole. MVP. Taylor, what names come to mind when I say that? Connor McDavid. <laughs> Connor McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl might be there, but... You know, I think that Connor McDavid just kind of, he owns the MVP at this point, so. Hmm. Let's check out and see what the betting lines are to give you some other names that are out there. Connor McDavid, as usual, is a favorite for the Hart Trophy. But other names mixed in there, Nathan McKinnon, Leon Dreisaitl, Austin Matthews, who Taylor thinks just isn't that exciting. Matthew Kachuk, Kirill Kaprizov. What about David Pasternak? What about Jack Hughes? Now, of course, MVP and top score don't necessarily go hand in hand, but sometimes they do. Connor McDavid was ridiculous last year and put up just a mind-numbing 153 points in 82 games. Does he repeat with the Hart Trophy. He is the favorite to do so. Cam, your NHL MVP for 2023-2024. Who are you taking? Connor McDavid, and he scores, and he gets 160 points this year. Wow. I didn't even need that extra point, but you you put it in there. I'm a believer. That won't go well on the text line. I believe in the player, not the team. That's still not going to go over well. I don't <laughs> I've had worse takes than uh, that believing he's the best player in the world. Uh, Taylor, do you disagree for MVP with Cam? No. No? No. MVP, it's Connor McDavid. I mean, I don't know who else is going to get close to what his production is and his impact on the Oilers. Uh, I have a different one for MVP this year. Um, it might surprise some people. It's not Connor McDavid. It's not any of the guys I mentioned. I'm going to go with Jason Robertson. Oh, uh, he hit 109 points last year with the stars. I think Dallas is a major contender once again this year. And I think Jason Robertson could easily be another 120 point type player in the NHL. I think he can best his 109 and I think if it includes a 50 goal season I think he could easily compete with a guy like Connor now like David I think is going to be the top scorer I think we all agree on that yes yes yeah yeah it's but I just I don't think every year I think there's going to be enough conversation this year that top score doesn't necessarily mean MVP every single year I think Connor I'm not going to dis- sit here and say he didn't deserve to win the hard trophy as the top scorer last year. He was fantastic. He's put up points that we haven't seen. I just don't know that it 
repeats itself in the NHL. I think somebody else that puts up, um, you know, a considerable amount of points like a Jason Robertson, I think could, could fit into that conversation. So I'm going to go with Jason Robertson for MVP. All three of us agree that once again, uh, Connor McDavid is going to be the top scorer in the NHL this year. Who is going to be the top defenseman? Now, this doesn't necessarily have to fit the Norris Trophy description because, as we've talked about on this program, we don't really necessarily agree with how the Norris Trophy gets handed out. It's kind of just a, a points contest year after year, but I'm curious to see where we go with this. Taylor, top defenseman I'm in the be- NHL this I'm year. I'm between two. I... Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes. Okay. That's who I have. If you had to pick one. Quinn. Quinn Hughes. Ooh. Really? I just I just like him better than Kale McCarr. I don't, I don't know. I don't hate it. I mean, it's Vancouver, so I don't love it, but I don't hate it. But you also have to think that the rest of the decor in Vancouver versus Colorado... I just think that Quinn Hughes is going to have a bigger impact. Uh, so Quinn Hughes, top defenseman from Taylor. Cam, who do you have? So my pick kind of has a clause on it. It's Kale McCarr if he plays 70 games and only if he plays 70 games. Anything less than that, I think it's, it's it, this is the year for Rasmus Dahlin, I think, to take that next step. He's got the extension. He's got the eight years in front of him. I'm ready to see the Rasmus Dahlin number one defenseman tour. So you're kind of hedging and t- you're taking two here. Well, listen, it, like I said, it's Kale McCarr, but he has to stay healthy. Okay. How, how many games did he play last year? Not enough. Not exactly. You can't be the top defenseman in the league and not play 70, 70 plus games. Oh, uh, I mean, you guys make it tough. Uh, I, I really thought about Miro Haskinen. I've seen it on the text line a couple times. I, I can't go double Dallas if I've got Robertson as MVP. I'm going to say Charlie McAvoy is my pick out of Boston. I think this Bruins team is going to need somebody to really step up with Bergeron and Krejci out. And I think Charlie McAvoy is the guy to do that. He's still just 25 I don't know that he puts up the points ever that McCarr or even Hughes does, but I think if he has like a 70 or an 80 point season leading that Bruins power play, which I still think is going to be good with Marshan and Pasternak, he's going to be by far their number one defenseman. I think Charlie McAvoy has a chance to be one of the top defensemen in the league. Uh, so I'm going to go with, with him. Cam, you, you hedged. You I said McCarr if he plays 70 games? Yeah, otherwise... If Darlene. not, you're taking Darlene. Yeah. And Taylor, you went with Quinn Hughes. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, some of the texts at 960-960. Keep sending yours in. Uh, we appreciate that. This one says, Jack Hughes for MVP. New Jersey's going to win the East. Don't mind that prediction. I'm not mad about Jack Hughes being an MVP. But... Uh, this one says Miro Haskinen for top D. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, again, that's another one. Dylan and Revy has that one too. Um, <laughs> Maple Leafs legend Ilya Sorokin gets the heart. McElbow gets the Art Ross. Thompson gets the rocket. Haskinen gets the Norris because Makar is injured. That's from Dylan and Revy. Uh, MVP Sorokin. 
Top scorer, McDavid. Roman Yossi for top defenseman, says that texter. Uh, this one says, uh, where do we go here? Matt and Cochran. Uh, not going with the local kid for a Canuck. That's a hot take, Taylor Smith. I also have to say I'm not from Calgary, so... Uh, Fair. Not can't, a local kid. Can't say that. They're going to come for you. No. They like Taylor. And your Canucks takes. They like Taylor. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was NHL-wide. Let's do Calgary Flames-specific ones. Same ones. MVP, top scorer, top defenseman, and top surprise. The most surprising player in a good way. Those are the four categories that we're going to go with with the Calgary Flames. Cam, MVP of the Flames will be? Jonathan Huberdeau. Huberdeau. Redemption season. Huberdeau. Taylor. I'm going Anderson. Rasmus Anderson. Wow. I like that one. Uh, I've been torn on this one all day. I don't like being... I don't like... See, agreeing with Cam. But it's so right. Oh, it's not, though. But it is. Lindholm. I know we're in a weird spot with Lindholm. But if the Flames make the playoffs, I think it's because Elias Lindholm gets back to being their number one center. I really think that that's what's going to happen. I don't disagree with either of your picks. I think Huberto bounces back. But I think as far as MVP goes, it's power play. It's penalty kill. I think Elias Lindholm has to be this team's top player, so I've got him for MVP. Uh, top scorer for the Flames, Taylor. Lindholm. Lindholm. Cam, top scorer for the Flames. This is a little spicy. This I'm going to say Cod- I'm going to say Kadri, and be- because we had Julian on the show a few days ago, and what does he know? I don't know. And he was talking about how all the things about Taylor Swift. This has been yeah, exactly. the longest off season for Nazem Kadri in like six years. He's got a new coach who I'm assuming he likes a lot better than the last one. He's got assumingly a pretty good second line going with him right now. I think it's going to be Kadri. I think Lindholm will be very close, but I think Kadri on this longest off season he's had in like six years will be the Flames top scorer. Uh, I think Jonathan Huberto paces the Flames in points this season. I don't think he gets back to 115, but I think he leads this team in points. I think the power play is going to be a big, big reason for that. Top defenseman on the Calgary Flames this year will be Cam. Won't be Cam, but... (laughs) It's me. It is you. I'm the top defenseman on the Flames. No, it's Rasmus Anderson. We know this. He's going to continue the quarterback, that power play. He's going to continue to... Improve his scoring, and we know how good the defense is. It's Rasmus Anderson. Taylor. I'm also going Anderson. Fine. Make it boring. Rasmus Anderson is going to be your top Flames defenseman. Wearing an assistant captain's A. He's going to quarterback the top power play. I can't disagree uh, with any of those. Now the fun one as we close out our Flames-specific awards. Give me your biggest surprise in a good way for the Calgary Flames. What is it? It can be a player. It can be even a situation if you want to. Taylor, what's going to be your biggest flame surprise in a positive way? We're thinking positive vibes only. I think it's going to be Dryden Hunt. I think we're going to see a little little something from him that uh, we're not expecting, and I think he's going to be a big part of this team. 
him. I want to see, I believe we're going to see the renaissance of Dylan Dubé. And I think he's going to play on every single line this year, at least once. At all times, or just <laughs> he's on every line. Just doesn't come off. The ice. He just doesn't come off. That's a good thing or a bad thing. But I think it's a good thing. I think he's going to get slotted on every single line at least once this year, and I think he's going to make a great impact on all of them. Mine has changed since this morning, and the reason why I would highly recommend we played it earlier on in the show. Go and listen to AJ Greer in his first media availability with the Flames. On Tuesday, my bold surprise for the Flames, I think A.J. Greer is going to be a fan favorite in the, for the Calgary Flames by the time the year is done. I did like a lot of his answers that he had in the scrum we played the today. The dude likes bringing energy, physicality. He likes to stand up for his teammates. He's, now a lot of people have used that he's a younger Milan Lucci. I don't know that it's that um, cut and dry for me. But I think this is a really exciting guy that wants to come in, wants to win hockey games. And I think guys like him just appeal to the masses of Flames fans. The guys that are not afraid to be physical, stick up for the young guys, stick up for his teammates. The guy wants to come in and be a positive impact player for this team. He's thankful for the opportunity. I think he's going to be a really nice surprise pickup late in the preseason and into the regular season for the Calgary Flames. So he's going to be into a, a fan favorite. So A.J. Greer is my uh, biggest surprise for the Calgary Flames. Some of your texts at uh, 960-960, NHL Awards, Flames Awards. Uh, this one says Matt Coronado wins the Calder. That would be quite the story. Um, Dustin from Drum, Drumheller said Vince Dunn going to be the top defenseman in the NHL this year. Derek and Red Deer has Jake Ottinger for Vesna. I like that one a lot. Uh, our pal Shubes, uh, Backlund MVP, scorer Huberto, surprise Dubé, uh, Anderson for D-Man, and uh, of course Dylan again, who's always hanging around. Uh, Huberto, 92 points for MVP, top scorer uh, as well. Anderson, 14 goals, 58 points, best D. Dubé surprises with 25 goals, 35 assists. And a special shout-out to Steinberg, who surprises with a day off mid-season. Good luck with that, Dylan. I don't think Pat believes in days off. This is true. No. Unless he's going to Paris. Do you know he went to Paris this summer? He does that in the summer. He doesn't like to do that other times. <laughs> I respect it. Lock in during the season, and then breathe during the summer when there's not too much going on. Uh, that's... That's going to do it. That's the NHL season preview. We've got NHL awards. We've got Flames-specific awards. We went through all four of the divisions. We've got division winners, playoff teams. If you missed any of it, check it out on the podcast. Google, Amazon, Spotify, your favorite podcatcher. Check it out. See who you agree with, who you disagree with when it comes to our NHL predictions. The NHL season is here. we got an early start, 3.30 this afternoon. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Nashville Predators kick things off on Sportsnet. Then at 6 o'clock, it's Bedard v. Crosby for the first time as Chicago is in Pittsburgh. And the nightcap, they're raising the banner in Las Vegas, Kraken and Golden Knights at 8.30. Sportsnet Television Network has you covered for all of those games on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we can finally... Get to a Flames game day. It's Flames and Jets. Looking forward to it. 
That will be the big focus of our show on Wednesday. Thank you for listening, whether live or on the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Thanks to Big Nazar for joining us, as he always does. And thank you to Cam and Taylor, my outstanding producers, for all their extra work today uh, with their predictions and uh, their usual producing duties. Like we said, we'll be back tomorrow on our first official Flames game day of the season. Enjoy the hockey tonight. We're back tomorrow here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.